0: curry with the shot, been cooking with the sauce, chef curry with the pot, boy, live from the 3 live from the pot, I wanna welcome my audience to episode number 105 of Curry in the Pot, I'm back again ladies and gentlemen, I'm back with another episode man, another week, another episode of Curry in the Pot man, I'm your host Mike Curry, and uh, yeah man I'm back again on this lovely Thursday, what is it? Thursday, November the 7th. If you guys will get this episode tomorrow, man. But I want to thank everybody that's been rocking with me. Everybody that's been supporting. If you missed episode 104, make sure y'all go check that out. I have my guy, B. Jones. And we did an NFL midseason recap. So make sure y'all go check that out if y'all haven't. And, uh, you know, man, it's always great when the homie B. Jones come by. He stops by, man. Drop some gems on me, man. That's my guy, man. That's the co-producer. Without him, man, in the pot would not be... I don't even know if it would be a thing man But it definitely wouldn't be where it is right now uh, So shout out to my guy B Jones man Appreciate all the work he does Behind the scenes man Because the background instrumentals That's all him man The Live from the 301 three that's, that's that's him brother that, That's B Jones man So B Jones man we love you man And uh, we're going to get you back here soon But I got another guest this week man And uh, I actually had this gentleman On episode number 93 Which was it seems like A long time ago, man. It seems like a year ago, but that was recorded back in July and it was actually an NBA free agency recap. And I had the lovely Tykear Carter and I had this gentleman that I'm about to bring on. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome my guy, the host of the other side podcast, Mr. Xavier Wary. Xavier, what's going on, bro? What's going on, Zay?
1: Hey, brother, man. First off, thank you again for having me, man. I love being on Curry and the Pot, man. Episode 105, bro. It's a huge milestone for you, brother. Uh, Thank you, dude. Just thank you, man. Shit, I'm happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. No problem, man. You my guy. But uh, real quick, bro, because I don't think I gave you the proper... I don't, I don't want to say respect, but I feel like I didn't give you the proper respect last time, man. I want you to come on here, man, and talk to me about your podcast, The Other Side, which I was very fortunate to be on a couple months back, man. So talk to me about The Other Side podcast real quick.
1: Absolutely, brother, man. The Other Side, you can get it on Apple and you can get it on Spotify. But essentially, man, it's just me getting off my thoughts. Uh, I like to obviously do some sports talk and I like to give another a different point of view. Uh, than what maybe a lot of people are accustomed to uh there's also some music uh, interviews that i've done too with people and again man i mean i'm just doing what i love and i love what i do brother so again it's called the other side you can find it on apple and spotify we just rebranded the logo not too long ago i love the new logo design mm-hmm. uh you know I, I mean look man check it out uh follow me man
0: <laughs> most deaf, most deaf, man so uh Hey, shout out to Takira too, man. She put me on to you, bro. And we just we just clicked ever since then, man. Ever since she put me in contact with you, bro.
1: Hey, so hey. shout hey, out man. to Ty. Hey, for sure, man. Shout out to Takira. Man, she got her own podcast dude doing her thing and, mm-hmm. and, and, and bro look honestly moved up here to the DMV from uh, Alabama. I don't really too much kick it with a whole lot of people, man, but you're quality people, man, and i kick it with you on any given day of the week, man. I know that we went to the uh, parade a few days ago, which was really dope, too, man. So, man, I, I, look, Mike, man, you good people, man. You got a great thing uh, going with this podcast, brother, and I can't wait to see us achieve great things, bro.
0: Oh, most man. Soon come, man. And again, shout out to Takira Carter. As Xavier mentioned, man, she has her own podcast. It's titled Life After and she's talking to you know old coaches or old players that play that played college sports, man. And she's interviewing them and talking to them about the life after playing collegiately. So, uh, Xavier, let's talk about this parade, man. We were um, at the Nas parade over the weekend with Ty Kira, of course, and uh, my mom was there. My dad pulled up a little bit, and my aunt. But just talk to me real quick about this Nas parade, man. What were your thoughts about it, man? And how did it make you feel?
1: It's crazy, right? So I was able to go to the Caps parade when they had won about a year and a half ago. And the reason why I say that is because this was my now second parade. So I don't have a huge prior experience with a bunch of championship parades. But this one felt a little bit different. It felt mm-hmm. like, like everybody really gravitated towards this team, man, because it just seemed so magical, right? Like, it didn't seem like that this team was really supposed to be here. And yet here we are, man, celebrating a World Series uh, title. I thought that the atmosphere was great. Uh, the the energy was amazing. I thought it was really cool, man. Seeing everybody hustle on the side, selling your hats, your T shirts, all that type of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But but man, Mike, it was just really nice, man, to 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 see that video recap of the season and then seeing the yeah, oh, man. And 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 Mike, it's really funny, man, because I sat back and I said, all teams should want to have this, right? Because you know, all teams don't really put in the effort to really win because you know, like luxury tax and stuff like that, and they want to pay salaries. But I'm mm-hmm. thinking, yo. Teams should really, really want to do this for their city because it can really impact the city in a positive way, man.
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, it definitely brings the whole city together, man. Even people who aren't even baseball fans were there. You know what I'm saying? It's great to see, you know, all these people gather around and rally around. It was just a great experience for me. Uh, I didn't get to go to that Caps parade. I be- Wasn't it like uh, during the week? I think it was during the week.
1: Yeah, well, it was I, like, it was, I
0: know I wasn't
1: there and, and bro, it was hot. <laughs> it was really hot.
0: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't there. My mom, she was able to go to that caps parade, but it was great for me to be able to see just the parade, man. And just the Nats historic like run, man, because they were 19 and 31 at one point and they had a, a, you know, a masterful second half. And then, like you said, when they showed that video, of the playoffs man and what they did and what they overcome overcame i'm sorry and when when they were playing the dodgers and when they beat the Do- dodgers i was like man i'm all over the place bro when they beat the dodgers i was like bro like it feels like this team is destined you know what i'm saying like when they beat the dodgers because the dodgers is you know obviously one of the better teams in major league baseball and i think they had the best record in the nl but it was just great, man. It was just crazy to see the parade, man. So many people gathered around, man. I, I really I really enjoyed myself, man. It was cool, man. It was a little cold, but you know, it was it was good, man.
1: No, no, it was. In in and look, Mike I mean not Obviously not to talk too much on baseball But to me sometimes it's almost how you win too Because the Howie Kendrick's Grand Slam It's like dude sometimes When baseball teams get on a magical run It's mm-hmm. like dude sometimes you just gotta roll with it You know what I mean Like don't necessarily yeah. It's just a better team It's sometimes man You got a little bit of magic on your side And I really do believe that that's how the Nats Playoff run was I mean I think that that's why it happened the way it happened man It was just a magical moment man
0: for sure man it definitely was magical but let's switch gears a little bit and uh, we were talking about this off air just now and i didn't even think of it but we got to talk about this is this slow management in the nba man so real quick man i want to go i want to go with you man i want to start with you on this low management thing man what are your thoughts
1: for sure so so uh, i actually just spoke on this on mine but i said look i said if you're a superstar because superstars are obviously judged differently and held to a different standard because they're Mm -hmm. just a little bit better than the rest of the guys, right? So in my honest opinion, if you're going to load manage and until they change the rules, when the new CBA, you know, meeting has to happen and stuff like that, right now, just look out for the fans, man, because we pay a pretty pricey ticket to come see these guys. So if you could just don't sit out road games, right? Or don't sit out nationally televised games. So like, man, I remember back in uh, back, like I want to say maybe two, three years ago, when I was in Alabama and LeBron James had a game in Memphis, right? And he like last minute, he decided to sit out. And there was somebody who was at the game and they said that they flew all the way from, I want to say out the country to come to that game. And they, and, and, and they did that a long time ago. Like they bought that ticket in advance. And when you yep. pull up to the arena knowing, wow, the, the one guy who I really came to see is sitting up because he wants to take the night off against a team who they only play once a year. That's very unfortunate, man. And again, I understand that you're, your primary obligation is to win a championship but i always say man there is no nfl nba mlb without the fans right and so again part of why Mm -hmm. what you make is because we devote so much of our time some of us our lives and our careers to following and covering these guys man so um you know again like if you are going to sit out for right now i just say don't let it be a road game especially a place where where you're only going to go once a year and don't do it on a a nationally televised game. Kawhi sitting out last night on ESPN. I didn't care about the game anymore. I'm sorry, I didn't.
0: I didn't either. I, You know I went to bed early last night, but <laughs> sorry, <bro. laughs> that, that didn't make it any better. That didn't make me want to, you know, because, you know, certain games, certain matchups gives you, you know, a bit of an incentive to stay up. You know what I'm saying? And you know that because I'm a Lakers fan and that's my team. So obviously I have to stay up to watch their games. And I've been doing that for years now. But I think it's crazy, man. Kawhi and, and not that he's sitting out of two nationally televised games, but the season just started, my guy. Like the season literally just began a few weeks ago and you're sending out two games. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. You know, he probably had this conversation with the Clippers before they signed him. Like, I need to play X amount of games. I'm going to sit out here and here. But two nationally televised games, you're cheating the fans, man. And then to your point about, you know, you got people that come from out of the country to see a player perform and you don't play. Like, that's just brutal, man. It really is. Because like you said, bro, we the fans – we're, we're the reason. We're part of the. We're, he was part of the reason why these players are making, you know, X amount of dollars.
1: And 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 look, Mike. This is where everything differs. So NBA in comparison to MLB and NFL, right? Your guy's Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes, so 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 he's currently hurt, right? People are mm-hmm. still going to want to go to Chiefs games because it's not a star-driven league the way that the NBA is, right? And right. so. The, the the chief brand means more to the consumer than just Patrick Mahomes. On the flip side, you tell me what means more, Kawhi Leonard or the Clippers, right? So people are going to want to see Kawhi Leonard, Paul George play against Giannis. Like, they're not really looking at it like, I want to see Clippers, Bucks, as opposed to like last week. You got some people, more people are probably saying, I like, people want to see Patrick Mahomes, of course. But in in the NFL, it's different. People are like, I want to go to that vikings Chiefs game. Like, nobody's saying I want to see Kirk Cousins versus Patrick <laughs> you know, Although Patrick is, is is the face of the league right now, it's just different, man, because the NBA prioritizes their star players more than any other sport. So with that, you have to understand I have more of a responsibility to just show up to work. That's all we're asking you to do, Mike. Just show up For to
0: sure. work. For sure, man. I couldn't agree more with you, bro. I really couldn't, man. But uh, we're going to switch gears again, and we're going to talk NFL, man. We had another week in the NFL. Week 9 is in the books. We got week 10 beginning tonight. But uh, I got to recap week 9. And I, I did all right on the – well, to me, it's bad. If I do 8 and 6, that's bad for me. Me and Zay were just talking about this off the air. If I do 8 and 6, that is bad. I want to – my goal is to try to get double-digit, um, you know, wins. But – That didn't happen, unfortunately, for like the second time this year. But I got to recap these games. And I want to start first with the Thursday night or last week, which which was on Halloween. And that was the 49ers and the Cardinals. You can feel free to chime in whenever. But I want to talk about this Cardinals and 49ers game. And this game was actually closer than I expected. And then I just kind of thought, like, wow, like, The Cardinals out here playing some good ball. They hung around there literally to the end. Um, It was a crazy game. And Kenyon Drake, who was newly acquired by the Cardinals, he had a nice game on the ground. 15 carries for 110 yards, a touchdown. And he even caught a few passes. But um, the huge story in this game, I obviously got to talk about, is Jimmy Garoppolo, who was very outstanding in this game. Four touchdowns, a little bit over 300 yards in this game. And he's been... He's been he, he had a phenomenal game and he even hooked up with Emmanuel Sanders again, who had seven catches for 112 yards. And these two look like they got some pretty good chemistry already. And uh, there was a tough blow in this game. Quan Alexander, he tore his peck in this game. That's a big blow for one of their offseason acquisitions at middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, who I really like, man. Uh, he's pretty fast. But Zay, you got any thoughts on this game?
1: I do, man. Um, I was telling some people before, I said, ironically enough, I was really excited to see this game because I was like, it's my first time going to be able to sit down and watch a full game of Kyler Murray because Arizona was just a little bit better than what I projected them to be this season. I thought you bring in Cliffs Kingsbury, who hasn't done much in college. You bring an undersized QB and Kyler Murray. I don't like my quarterbacks to be his size unless you're Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson's don't grow on trees, right? And uh, honestly, man, it, it was... Arizona has played much better than I anticipated that they would. But on on the San Francisco, I kept saying all year long, even though they're eight. No, I was waiting for that Jimmy Garoppolo moment, right? Because the the defense has been spectacular. The run game has been really good. And also their schedule has kind of been a little shaky, right? I think that's fair to say. Um, so, uh, again, I was waiting on that Jimmy G moment, and again, like just like you stated, man, he had a really, really good game, and the schedule is about to pick up, too, so um, I can't really fully buy into San Francisco, though, Mike, until – I see m- moments like this from Jimmy more consistently because in my opinion, if you're going to be an elite team and a, su- a true Super Bowl contender, your quarterback's going to have to be able to lead you either, you know, on a game saving drive or a game winning drive. Right. And, 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 so, I mean, overall, I think that the addition of, uh, Emmanuel Sanders was very key, uh, for this team. And, um, you know, Tevin Coleman has, has been playing well ever since he's been back. That's
0: my guy. That's my guy, Tevin Coleman.
1: And, I, and, um, and then Kyle Shanahan, I mean, he, he's an offensive guru. And, again, we know what this defense is, especially on that front line, man. Like, that defensive front line is nasty. Absolutely mm-hmm. nasty. But, um, you know, I'm encouraged from what I've seen from both teams. This is by far the toughest division. Because even at yeah. what 3 5 man, man Arizona is not an easy out for anybody, man.
0: Right. 100%. Man, I couldn't agree more. Uh, next game, we had the Jacksonville Jaguars – and the Houston Texans, they had a showdown in London. This is an AFC South showdown. Uh, final score in this one was 26-3. I watched a little bit of this game, but I didn't watch too much of this game. Deshaun Watson, he had two touchdowns. Uh, running the ball, Carlos Hyde, he had 19 carries to 160 yards. He's actually, like, quietly been having a really good season uh, for the Houston Texans. Um, Duke Johnson, he did his thing catching the ball. Um, but the final score in this one was twenty-six to three and Garden Minshew Mania is over as the Jags are on a bye this week, but Nick Foles, uh, he's coming back from that uh, collarbone and he's gonna he's gonna be the starter again. Uh what's your takeaway from this game, Zay?
1: Uh, as far as Gardner mentioned you, brother, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, I remember <laughs> when he came in week one against your Chiefs, I said, who is this? Right. And then I walked away thinking is Kansas City's defense that bad or was Gardner that good right now? He's obviously come back down to earth. But I mean, again, man, about this game specifically, um, when Houston is at their best, Mike, they are Super Bowl contenders. But the problem with them for me is I don't know what version of Houston I'm going to get week in and week out. Deshaun Watson I, is not- I agree. Yeah, man. I mean, Watson is an absolute gamer to me. He just kind of has that it factor where you're like, if he's on my team, I feel like we can win just about any week. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he was only sacked once. So as as I spoke on before, if that offensive line progresses, then you see you're going to have these type of results. Just keep Deshaun upright and you'll be able to see what he's capable of. Man, Carlos Hyde, to your point, has had a really, really good year, underrated year. And I mean, man, to go for 19 and a buck, 60. It's pretty good, man. It's really good.
0: For sure, for sure, man. Uh, next game, we had the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Chicago Bears. Um, this game was a home game for Philly. Um, I was, I was a little hurt, man. Uh, that Deshaun Jackson, he came back and he got hurt, man, because uh, you know that's my guy. You know, I know, his, I know his, his older sisters uh, really well. But um, final score was twenty-two to fourteen. The Eagles got it done. Um, the game shouldn't even have been that close. Philly did have a big lead, and uh, they were up, like, three scores at least. Um, They kind of blew it, but our uh, final score was 22-14. to 14. I haven't been totally impressed with the Eagles. Like, they haven't. I don't know, man. I just expected them to be a little bit better at this point in the season. Um, But, you know, a win is a win in the National Football League. You can never take that for granted. I will say on the flip side, though, me and my guy, B. Jones, we called early that the Bears were going to take a step back, man. Um, final score, as I mentioned, 22 to 14. Mitch Trubisky, he just ain't that dude, man. Uh, Zay, what's your <laughs> takeaway? <laughs>
1: Look, man, uh, Mitch is just not built at all, man. And, and, and I hate to say it because conversing with you and B. Jones said, I walked in here naive and oblivious thinking that Mitch was going to actually progress and not regress. Right. And I thought a, another year under Matt Nagy with that defense is being being the way that it is. I thought, man, you know, Chicago's going to be really good. But I remember you said on your pod, you said that they had a first place schedule. And I mm-hmm. did not take that into consideration. Right. And uh, looking back on it now, I wish that I would have spoke to you before I went on the airways, sounding like a sound like a dumb dumb now. Right. But, I mean, <laughs> Mitch was 10 for 21. Mike. That's 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 horrific <laughs> with a QBR of 18, man.
0: That is terrible. Yeah, man. Uh, Me and B Jones, we called this step back because, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, first place schedule. So they're playing teams the likes of the Saints, uh, the Rams and the Dallas Cowboys. And also their division isn't it's not a sweet division either. You got the Packers and the Vikings and the Lions are also a tough out. So I just I just had the call. Like I, that's a tough schedule, my guy. That's a really tough one. Um, next game we had the Steelers and the Colts. This was a game I picked incorrectly. Um, and Jacoby Brissett he went down in this game, but Brian Hoyer he stepped in and he actually didn't play bad. He had three touchdowns in this game. Uh, Marlon Mack he had a he had a nice little game. He had 89 yards on the ground. But the story is the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they won this one 26 to 24. And they're actually not completely out of the playoff race because they currently sit at four and four. Um, I haven't been impressed with how they perform. Mason Rudolph, I thought he would be a little bit better. But hey, man, they're four and four. I I, I kind of wouldn't have predicted that if you would have told me Big Ben would have went down. I wouldn't have thought this team would be four and four, man. What's your takeaway?
1: absolutely i really sit here and think this is probably going to be mike tomlin's best coaching job yet uh i mean i remember at one point he was down to his third stringer and they beat the Chargers on the road and mm-hmm. being the coach team even though again there's no Jacoby Brissett and he got hurt this coach team is built pretty well from top to bottom right so uh it's not like they put all of their emphasis on the quarterback I mean we saw that when Andrew Luck retired and I mean look at him they're still five and three but again man I mean it, it's it's <laughs> it's tough to watch the Steelers game these days I mean just because how they play offense it's it's yeah fencing it's so different from what we've been accustomed to I mean, I mean, Mike, who would have thought? No Big Ben, no on, no Antonio Brown, and you're still 4-4 four and four somehow. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to me, man. All right, um, next game. We had another game I picked incorrectly. I'm sorry, y'all. And I probably picked this because B. Jones told me. B. Jones said when we were talking about the Dolphins and Jets, he said the Dolphins <laughs> – he said this out of his mouth. He said the Dolphins are tanking on purpose. And I was like, you know what? Because I was like, eh, I don't know. But B Jones like the Dolphins. I was like, you know what? Dolphins. I'm I'm picking them to lose, so I picked the Jets to win, and I picked this one incorrectly. The final score was 26 to 18, and um, Ryan Fitzpatrick he threw three touchdowns in this game. Um, he's been looking, he's been looking like Ryan Fitzpatrick, a guy that can win new games, but also, you know, mess up. But uh, he's been looking all right. And uh, on the flip side. Sam Darnold, man, this is a guy I want to be critical on, man, because I just feel like this is a game where you got to get it done, man. The Jets have, they, although they don't, they're not super talented. They have more talent than the Dolphins, and uh, you know you got Le'Veon, Jameson Crowder, Robbie Anderson, those some solid pieces, man. But Sam Darnold, man. I kind of put this game on him, but I got to put it also on the Jets defense, man. You let Fitzpatrick throw three touchdowns on you and for almost 300 yards, man. Zay, what's your takeaway?
1: Man, for the Jets, I remember saying as soon as Sam Darnold uh, caught mono, I said it, it – it, it sucks because your season's over and week two hasn't even started yet, right? But then, but then he comes back. They beat Dallas. And I say, okay, you're, you're going to lose to the Patriots. But I start looking at their schedule. I said, Mike, they got the Jags, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Skins. Those should be – pretty like, those are some favorable wins, right? Like, you would mm-hmm. think – I mean, look, man, you <laughs> – I don't care who you are. If you lose to the Dolph – to this year's Miami Dolphins, you're a joke, right? And uh, look, man –
0: Absolutely, uh,
1: I think Adam Gase got to go and it's going to be unfortunate for Donald because the more that you change up coordinators and coaches, especially early on in a quarterback's career, I think that, that can be the detriment of them. Uh, So hopefully whoever they bring in next, man, is going to be really, really good for Sam. I think Sam's a pretty good quarterback. Right. But, uh, you know, he just unfortunately hasn't had the right coaching and personnel around him. But I do like some of their talent on the field. They're not the most talented team. But you got Le'Veon Bell, who I like. You got Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson, who's a deep threat. They're not terrible, Mike. They should be way better than one in seven.
0: Yeah, because uh, this, this was a team that I thought would be a little bit better than they were last year, man. And I said this on the season preview, man, but yeah, losing to the Dolphins, man, that's just... Even the Redskins beat the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> like, for real. But uh, I wanted to talk real quick before we move on to the next game uh, about your point about, you know, Adam Gase got to go. And I agree, and it does suck that Sam will be on his third coach next year and third you know play caller and another thing when you said that I thought about Baker Mayfield uh, who could possibly be on his third coach next year as well man isn't that crazy
1: no it is crazy and look man the uh out of the first round you look at all the quarterbacks who were taken look who's had the best career thus far you you know what I mean I mean Josh Mm -hmm. Rosen hasn't done much of anything Darnold, uh Baker but you look at Lamar Jackson you know what I'm saying and my oh my how how funny it is you know what I mean
0: for sure, man. I was really high on Lamar, man. I thought, I thought I was like, damn, man. He's, it's like y'all doing him dirty. But my thing with Lamar, I was hoping that he would get put in the right situation, and that's exactly what happened, man.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. He, I mean, he's he's in a perfect fit for him,
0: man. Mhm. Absolutely. Uh, next game, another game I picked incorrectly. I'm gonna stop saying this soon, but uh, I picked <laughs> another game incorrectly. Uh, Chiefs Vikings. I picked against uh, a team that I like, a team that I claim now, the Kansas City Chiefs. And the final score in this game was 26 to 23. I want to give Matt Moore some credit, man. I want to give him a lot of credit because uh, this was a guy that was an assistant high school coach a matter of a month ago. And I want to say maybe a little over a month, maybe like six weeks ago, because Chad Henney was their backup. And then he got hurt and the Chiefs went up and they signed Matt Moore. And he's been really, really serviceable, man. He actually went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers in that loss, yep. but uh, he's been pretty serviceable, man. He had a solid game, uh, you know. He did his thing, but uh, for the Chiefs, man, I didn't think they were going to win this one, honestly. I thought this was a game that the Vikings need to win, man, but they're playing they, – they played against, like, B. Jones said. He's not sold on Kirk Cousins, and I'm yep. not sold on him either, but I thought against a Matt Moore-led Chiefs team, this is a W you need to get. I know they were on the roll, but I just felt like this was a W they should have gotten. Um, but Damian Williams, he had a nice game. 12 carries, 95 yards. Didn't have that big, long pause. <laughs> 91-yard <laughs> touchdown run. Uh, Tyreek Hill, he had 140 yards receiving, man. I love Tyreek Hill, man. I'm really really high on this guy. Um, but the Chiefs got it done, man. Harrison Butker, the kicker for the Chiefs, was the real story in this game, man. And if you got him in fantasy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He had a 54 yard field goal to end the game and final score, man, 26 to 23. Zay, what's your takeaway?
1: My takeaway is um, keep riding Matt Moore until you can no longer ride it anymore. Pause again, right? But but again, man, like like you just you you don't want to rush Patrick back, right? And 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 so I actually want to ask you this question. I know that y'all got Tennessee this week, and some people are talking about bringing Patrick Mahomes back. Would you bring him back now?
0: I, I honestly would I honestly would let him sit another week. I mean, Tennessee's one of those inconsistent teams that I hate, and they could get you. But Matt Moore, like I said, he's been playing good, man. He went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and um, he just beat the Vikings. He didn't play great, but he was solid, like I said, serviceable. Um, if Patrick Mahomes is ready, then by all means play him. But if, if you feel like you, you are rushing him to a degree – I will keep riding that Matt Moore wave, man, because I think you can get a W, another W with this guy.
1: Uh, look, man, absolutely. I, I'm just thinking from from like more more so of a long term aspect, right? Because for sure, yeah, man, you don't want to sacrifice Pat Mahomes and just get greedy and just bring him back just because you have him. Because again, Matt Moore, he hasn't looked incompetent. He hasn't looked inept. Like again, if he, the fact that he went toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers and he just beat beat a Kirk Cousins led team with all those weapons, I think that that says a lot, man.
0: For sure, absolutely, man. Next game, we got the Panthers and the Titans. Uh, this is I finally picked the game correctly, guys. Um, final score was 30-20. to 20. Uh, Kyle Allen had two touchdowns. But the real story, man, and it's been the story all season, is Christian McCaffrey, man. If you got him in fantasy, I am jealous. Um, but uh, he's been playing good, man. He's been balling out, man. He had another game where he had two touchdowns. And not only does he do it, Rushing, but he doesn't receive it, man. He had another another game with a receiving touchdown. Man, this guy's been a beast. On um, Panthers defense though is a unit that I really like, man. They've all they always have a good defense. Uh they forced Ryan Tanner to turn the ball over twice. Uh final scores I mentioned though, thirty to twenty, man. Zay, what you got for me?
1: Man, not a whole lot with this one. Um Tennessee to me is just kind of like there, like they just exist. You know what I mean? It's like Definitely. I- I don't really care about the, And I can definitely understand your frustrations with ha- ever having to pick a Tennessee game. I can only imagine gambling on them and just how frustrated. My they
0: God, yeah, that's something I'll never do. <laughs> I will never do.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but like when it comes to Carolina, man, like they're obviously going to ride this Kyle Allen train. So that means it is probably the, uh, the end of Cam Newton in Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle Allen is decent. But again, the story of this team is defense, coaching and run cmc man christian mccaffrey is obviously an mvp candidate and i look man to have 24 a buck 46 on the ground and then to also go for three three for 20 catching another touchdown uh, through the air man it just shows his versatility man and um he he's somebody who is very irreplaceable to this offense right now
0: absolutely man they they go as he goes for real man i know kyle allen i know they like him over there but this offense is nothing without christian mccaffrey Next game, we had the Bills hosting the Redskins. And in this game, Dwayne Haskins, he got his first NFL start. It didn't go too well, but um, final score was 24 to 9. The Redskins, they were actually in this game for a little bit, man, especially towards the end. Um, I believe they were only down like 17 to 8. AP, he had 100 yards rushing in the first half, but that's the problem. He had 100 yards rushing in the first half and only finished with 108 yards. Um, I do want to see them unleash Dwayne Haskins a little more. I think you will see that, um, as he gets more starts under his belt, they do play the Jets when they come off a bye. But, uh, I guess the other story in this game is the Buffalo Bills, man. Uh, they got another W, a W that they should have gotten, but they did final score 24 to nine. As I mentioned, Devin Singletary, he had a touchdown on the ground. Um, bills did what they needed to do, man. That's all I can really say.
1: I think that when it comes to the Redskins, uh, you make a very, very great point, man. Unleash Dwayne Haskins. At this point, you know that you're not going to be good. You need to see exactly what you have with this guy. I'm tired Mm -hmm. of hearing say he ain't ready. And, And I'm not necessarily saying throw him to the wolves. But again, like open it up a little bit more for him. You know what I mean? Like let him be the best version of himself, which is pretty hard with that trash of a franchise that the Russell Redskins are. But, you know, on the flip side, man, when it comes to Buffalo, I said this on my uh, Rapid Fire podcast last last week. I said that to me, I think they're pretty overrated. Like, they haven't beaten anybody. And somebody brought up a really good point. They said that the highlight of their season is a close loss against the Patriots one of those moral victories so if the <laughs> of your season is a moral victory I don't think you are really that good of a team but again they have a very favorable schedule going down the stretch well at least for the for the next two games rather but uh look they should get into the wild card man I mean six and two Buffalo that's that's pretty crazy man I didn't th- I didn't think that we'd be here today but again here we are right <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, this is another team that my guy B. Jones uh, said was going to be good this year, man. Shout out to B. Jones. Uh, next game, we had the Seahawks taking on the Buccaneers. And this game, I did say this last week, man. I said I think this game is going to be a little bit better than people think. And this game went into overtime, final score 40-34. to 34. And when I, when I thought this game would be close, I didn't even take into account that Bruce Arians, uh, has experience against the NFC West. You know, he coached for the Arizona Cardinals for, you know, quite some time. Uh, but the final score, as I mentioned, 40 to 34. The big story and the huge story, man, is Russell Wilson, man. Another, you know, miraculous, you know, performance, man. Another masterful game. He had five touchdowns passing, man. And this guy has been doing it all, man. I kind of slept on the Seahawks a little bit. But uh, I don't even know why, man, (laughs) but uh, they've been great, man. Russell Wilson, he's been absolutely remarkable, man. This NFC West, man, it's a tight race, man. And the Seahawks do have the 49ers on Monday Night Football, man. That should be a good one. Uh, But uh, shout out to the Buccaneers, though, man. They 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 play tough, man. You go into overtime with a Seattle team that you're obviously not as good at. I would say the Bucks are probably the best 2-6 and six team in the league, man, if there's a such thing. Uh, but as I mentioned, man, the story in this game and the story that's been pretty much all season has been Russell Wilson, man.
1: If I had a vote, Mike, for MVP, to me it easily goes Russell Wilson. What is it? 22 touchdowns, one interception, leads the league in QBR, quarterback rating. Uh, Russell Wilson is all that, man. And coming into the season, Mike, the only reason why I thought that Seattle could do anything was cause they have to me what I think is very valuable in the league. If you have a top five head coach quarterback combination, I think that you 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 can definitely make a push no I don't want to say no matter what the rest of your roster looks like, but even if the rest of your roster isn't necessarily up to elite standards, I really believe that a top five head coach quarterback combination can get you through. And I mean look man, Russell Wilson, I've been saying this for a while. I've been I've been pushing and advocating for people to put some respect on his name and say top five. I didn't think he'd be this great this year. But I think he's really starting to enter his prime right now, Mike, which is about to be scary for the rest of the league, man. I love it. I love me some Russ.
0: For sure, man. Before we get off the Seahawks, I want to shout out to Tyler Lockett, man. He's been balling, bro. He got 59 catches for 767 yards and six TDs right now, man. He's been having a really good season. The Seahawks also just added Josh Gordon to their receiving core. That should be pretty interesting, man. Uh, absolutely. Next game, we had the Raiders and the Lions. Final score was 31 to 24. I did get this one correctly, and I was a little bit iffy on this one, man. I knew this game would be close, and it was, in fact, close. Uh, The big story for the Raiders, man, has been Josh Jacobs Mm. this season, man. He's been a workhorse back, man. They, They gave him the ball 28 times. He had 120 yards rushing and two TDs in this game, man. A shout out to the Raiders, man, a team that I didn't think was going to be this good. But right now, through eight games, they're sitting at 500.
1: Look, man, uh, first off, shout out to my guy, Darian Pippins, because he's not only a Raiders fan, but an Alabama Crimson Tide fan. So Josh Jacobs going his favorite team was a match made in heaven. And he told me before the season, he said offensive rookie of the year is going to be Josh Jacobs. Uh, Looks like that could very well happen. But man, for this Raiders team, it was their first home game since week two, their first true home game since week two. They were either on the road in the states or outside the country playing football, right? So, uh, geographically mm-hmm. off to a very, very tough start. The NFL kind of did them a little bit dirty, right? But uh, look, man, this this Raiders team sits four and four. They got a game tonight against the Chargers. Uh, to, to see who can really take sole possession of that second place in AFC West. But more than that, man, they could fight for a wild card position here. Like, this Raiders team is exceeding, I think, everybody's expectations. I had them finishing last in the division. Shame on me because I guess I forgot that Joe Flacco was in that division, right? But, uh, <laughs> but, but 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 look, man, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing offensively from this team. John Gruden is getting the most out of uh, Derek Carr. And again, man, Josh Jacobs being a workhorse back, 28 carries for 120 yards and two touchdowns. That's real solid from Oakland.
0: For sure, man. Next game, uh, we're almost done here with the recap, but uh, this game I'm really disappointed to talk about. I really am, man. This was the Cleveland Browns taking on the Denver Broncos. Final score in this one was 24 to 19, and I'm very disappointed with the Browns. Mm-hmm. I, I really am, man. Um, they fall to two and six. It's just, it's just unfortunate, man. Uh, this was a team B. Jones had winning the division. I thought they would be at least like 9-7. and seven. I mean, that's still possible, but it's highly unlikely. And 2-6 uh, and six right now with all this talent, man. I know the O-line is bad, but it's just talent that they have, man. And they, they couldn't beat the Broncos with Brandon Allen, who have never taken a regular season snap in the NFL. Come on, man. <laughs> Seriously. 24 to 19 was the final score. Denver got it done. Zay, what you got, man?
1: Hey, man, look, it's embarrassing. Uh, preseason, I had them as a wild card, finishing second in the division. But then, you know, like, as I started to sleep on it more and more, I said, man, this isn't basketball. You just don't slap a bunch of names together on a roster and expect for it to pan out, right? Like, you have mm-hmm. to have a stable environment. You have to have good coaching, which they don't. You know, you definitely have to have a solid O-line. And your quarterback has to be better, man. I mean, look, Baker looked really good last year, but I also need to put that into context. The standards for Cleveland Brown football was at an all-time low. It just went 0-16 and then went, what, 1-15? So, like, any bit of success would have probably been blown out of proportion, which it kind of was because Baker was solid last year, but he wasn't what some people were making him out to be. And again, this year, you add Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, uh, you get Kareem Hunt, who hadn't even played it down yet. He'll be back, uh, I want to say, next week. Uh, But uh, look, man This team is an absolute embarrassment I love it because it gives me something to talk about And Baker's also added fuel to the fire Because he continues to keep talking trash When he or his team Has not produced But again, man, you lose to some Brandon Allen I don't even know where he played ball at Uh, It's just embarrassing It's it's embarrassing for Cleveland Cleveland's pathetic
0: Very, very embarrassing Our next game is a game that you can provide a lot of insight on This was the Sunday Night Cap it was the Baltimore Ravens hosting New England Patriots. I picked this one incorrectly, uh, but I'm going to give the floor, you know, mainly to you, man. Uh, you were there. You yeah. actually did a live podcast before with your guy V. Yeah. And uh, uh, just talk to me real quick, man. I'm, I'm going to probably piggyback on whatever you say, but just talk to me, man. Since you were there, man, talk, talk to me about the environment, what you saw, man. Let's hear it.
1: Cool, man. So it was my first regular season primetime game at night, man. I mean, so that was absolutely spectacular to be able to hang out with the guys all day and then get ready to go to the game, which was cool. But but the vibe in the city, Mike, I mean, it was electric. Like Baltimore really believed that they could do this. Like nobody was sitting here like, oh, I mean, here come New England to come spoil the party. No, Baltimore was sitting here saying, look. We're about to give it to y'all, right? And I say y'all because I am a Patriots fan. I had on my Patriots game and everything. But you just get a sense and a vibe from everyone that we believe in our guy. We believe in Lamar. We believe in our team. We believe in our coaching. We can do this, man. Like, we really have a chance to make a Super Bowl push. And so being at the game, man, just look, man, the environment was electric. Like, you could see on TV, like, whenever they scored a touchdown, the lights would just
0: flick.
1: Yeah, oh, I Yeah, mean, it was man. crazy. Man, it was incredible, man. Um, Funny thing is, I I got called the B word at one point by a fan because he was in his feelings. Because after the Patriots scored, I said, it's getting mighty quiet in here. And then he told me to shut up. You know what I'm saying? And then I just. (laughs) Yeah, man. But but look, man, you kill him with kindness. I just responded by, well, somebody's upset today. Aren't they right? And um, but anyway, man, just talk to some other Ravens fans. Uh, A guy behind me specifically told me, he said, look, man. I haven't felt the energy like this in this stadium in years. So, like to me, that just goes to show that this team, man, they really believe in what they are putting on the football field. And Mike, that defense is getting a lot better, right? Like,
0: mm, it's yeah, it is.
1: For Ravens defense, it's not the Haloti Nahas, it's not the Ray Lewis, it's not the Ed Reed, it's not the T Sizzle. But you know, like they're getting better at the right time. And conversely, when I'm talking about New England, at times, man, they just looked at, like like they looked out of character. I mean. Bad penalties. Um, it had
0: a big one early, man. Uh, early on, man, when the Ravens were on the goal line. Uh, they had an a encroachment penalty, I believe.
1: Absolutely, man. First drive. I'm sitting there thinking, cool, after, after a really good drive by Baltimore, I'm thinking, cool, we're going to hold them to three. And then you have the offsides penalty, right, on a field goal. And so, uh, look, man, it was just times where I was like, this New England team doesn't look like a typical New England team, but I'm not trying to take anything away from Baltimore. Baltimore was hands down the best team from start to finish. And again, like, look, Mike, I think it's just so hard to game plan for that. I walked into the game thinking that New England was gonna win twenty-four-seventeen and they were gonna force Baltimore to throw the ball and force Lamar to be in the pocket and contain him. But Mike, I just think that it's really, really hard to contain a guy who's that elusive, that fast, that smart, and just has, again, the it factor, man, to just not be denied. I love me some Lamar Jackson, brother.
0: Absolutely, man. I love Lamar too, man. That's my guy. Um, yeah, man, I watched this game on TV and uh like you said, it looked electric. I, I went to the game a few weeks back against the Bengals, and they were electric for that game. So I can only imagine. And um, yeah, shout out to Lamar, man. Shout out to the Ravens. Shout out to we got to give John Harbaugh a lot of credit, man. I feel like he's a very underrated coach. When people talk about best coaches, you don't hear his name mentioned at all. But uh, and another thing you said, man, they're not they weren't scared of New England, man. They weren't scared at all, man. Uh, final score. 37 to 20. New England has a bye. And uh, I'm sure they'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. And then the Monday nighter, we had the New York Giants hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, This game was close at halftime, but after that, it wasn't close at all. Final score was 37 to 18. Dak Prescott had three touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott had 139 yards on the ground. Dak hooked up with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Blake Jarwin. Um... Daniel Jones, he's kind of cooled off ever since, you know, his early success. Um, but I didn't expect the Giants to win this one at all, man. Final score, 37 to 18. What you got for me, bro? What you got for me on this?
1: Um, I mean, look, New York, they aren't good. Uh, Dallas, Dallas had this game closer longer than it really should have been. They didn't really open it up until the fourth quarter. Uh, but, I, I mean, look, this is what was supposed to happen. Dallas very, very similar to New England has kind of had a cakewalk of a schedule up to this point uh so mm-hmm. look at, again, I'm just not impressed with with Dallas they have a lot of talent on that roster don't get me wrong but I don't really I don't trust their quarterback yet I think he can turn into that guy I don't trust him right now but I don't I will probably never trust their head coach I'll never trust Jason Garrett in a big time situation but I mean again man and, and, and then Danny dimes he's okay um Give it some time, though, right? So, for everybody who called him Danny—well, I just called him Danny Dimes—but for everybody who was all on like the Danny Dimes train, you know, just, just, just relax. Like these things take years to really unfold to see who the guy really is—not just a few weeks. But again, man, I I mean, it is what it is. It's NFC East, Mike. I don't like talking NFC East because they get so much publicity. (laughs) It's so sick of it, man. I do.
0: (laughs) I feel you, man. Uh, so let's let's go fast forward, man. And we got to recap uh, the games for this week, and we got we got some good ones, man. Uh, tonight we have the Raiders hosting the Chargers on Thursday Night Football, man. And I don't know, I feel like this game is low key a toss up, but I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'm gonna yeah. take I'm gonna take Oakland tonight, man. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well, man.
0: All right, for sure. Next game. Sunday slate we got the Ravens at Cincinnati uh this was supposed to be AJ Green's return but I just got an alert on my phone that he suffered a setback I and mean, he's out indefinitely I uh, didn't think the Bengals were gonna win at all but I thought that would have been a little bit interesting uh, but I'm going with the Ravens man I'm going with them to stay hot man
1: yeah I mean, I don't think there's any reason to bring back AJ Green at this point in the season anyway give me the Ravens by a million
0: yeah, for sure. Uh next game, we have the Browns taking on the Bills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Um wow.
1: This is tough. Mm,
0: <laughs> this is tough. Um I'm gonna take the Browns, man. I'm gonna take the Browns, bro. This I'm gonna take the Browns.
1: You know, it's funny, Mike, history tells me I should go with Buffalo because of how Cleveland has played this year. This will be my last time riding with Cleveland. If they don't win this week, I don't care who they play. I'm picking against Cleveland, but give me the Browns this week, man.
0: For sure, man. Give me the Browns and a close one. Uh, next game, we have the Bears taking on the Lions. Mm-hmm. This is interesting because I was just talking about, you know, this division, the NFC North and, uh... How it's it's not a cakewalk. The Lions are a tough out. And they're sitting right at the bottom of the division with the uh, Bears. I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to take the Bears, though. I'm going to take the Bears.
1: You going with the Bears in this one? Mm-hmm. This is pretty tough, too, man. I like how the Lions play. A very tough team to face. Uh, and I'm all out on Mitch Trubisky. Give me Detroit on the road and Soldier Field in, in this okay.
0: One. Okay, yeah, I'm in between, man. But uh, if I had to make a pick on it right now, at this present moment, I guess I'm gonna go Bears. Uh, next game, uh, the battle at Net- MetLife. the two teams that share that building. Um, we got the Jets and the Giants. I'm gonna take. Wow, it's another one, bro. It's another one, man. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Giants.
1: Yeah. Yeah, give me the Giants in this one again. I mean, the, I don't know what the Jets are even doing right now. You might as well not even come play football. But, man, just just give me the New York Giants. It's a home game for both teams. I think that the Giants will have more fans, too.
0: Me, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Next game, we have the Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. I'm going to roll with the Chiefs, though. They should get Patrick Mahomes back. Uh, that's going to be a shot of adrenaline uh, if he's back on that field, in fact. So um, I'm gonna take the Chiefs, man. They look like they're clicking at the right time. They were clicking with Matt Moore too, which is kind of crazy. But uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take KC. You
1: know what's funny, man? Uh, I remember last year when the Patriots played the Titans and the Titans absolutely waxed them. And you're sitting here saying, "Well, what just happened?" I don't think that that happens. But this is my upset pick, Mike. I'm gonna go Titans over Chiefs only because this is what Tennessee does, right? It's the game that they're never supposed to win and never supposed to be in, but they're at home and they're going to surprise people. I just think that this is one of those weeks, man. Give me Tennessee in this one.
0: For sure. They do this like twice a year too. So, (laughs) I looked at their schedule last year. They beat the Eagles and they beat the Cowboys and they beat the, uh, yeah, they beat the Cowboys on primetime and the Patriots, bro. Like what? (laughs) That don't make sense. That does not make sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, man. Next game. Buccaneers and Cardinals.
1: Ooh. This is a tough one.
0: Hmm. Um, wow. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tampa Bay, though. I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. Uh this is Bruce Arians taking on his old team that he used to coach. And there are some players that are still on that roster from his, his time there. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucs, man. I, I think I think the Bucs can get this one.
1: Hey, man, this one has the potential to be a freaking shootout. It
0: game. does. Oh, it does.
1: Man. This is a tough one, man. I, I'm leaning towards Tampa because of the whole Bruce Arians. I got a little bit some extra from our former team. But you mm. know what, man? Arizona hasn't been I mean, neither is Tampa Bay. Uh, give me Arizona. Oh, man. It, Mike, this is tough. Give me Arizona.
0: <laughs> All no. right, for sure, bro. <laughs> uh, next game, Saints-Falcons. I'm sure neither one of us have a. You know, we, we won't sweat at all t- picking this one. I'm taking the Saints.
1: Saints by a million.
0: All right, for sure. Next game, Colts Dolphins. I don't know the health of Jacoby Brissett or not, but I'm gonna still take the Colts. I think the Dolphins. I think that's probably the only win they were gonna get last week. Uh, th- wait, do they have the Jets again? Oh, you know what, bro? The Dolphins played the Bengals late in the late in the season too. Wow. But I'm gonna take the Colts this week, though. I got I got Indianapolis.
1: You know, um, yeah. Give me the Colts because any win for the Dolphins at this point is actually a loss for them. So,
0: I'm absolutely. Take,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Next game, we got the Rams at Steelers. We got the Rams traveling east. Um, they're coming off a bye 2 which I think is going to be very beneficial. Uh, give me the Rams.
1: Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen the Rams play in like a, a month, right? But uh, give give me the Rams in this one, man.
0: For sure. Next game. Got the Panthers taking on the Packers at Lambeau. This is another tough one. Um, Packers are coming off a loss last week. Mm. Oh man. Um This is tough.
1: This
0: is tough. Give me, give me Carolina.
1: Ooh, on the road. I right, think. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers, man. I think they're one of the best-built teams in the league. And I, I think that this is going to be another one of those games where Kyle Allen gets exposed, similar to uh, when he did against the 49ers. So give me the
0: Packers. I can see I can see, I can see it, man. I can see it. Uh, Sunday Night Cap, this should be a good one mm. or bad one, depending on how you look at this. Depend- context matters. I'm going to say that. I- I'm going to put it in this context as I present this game. We have – a Kirk Cousins team taking on the Cowboys at prime time. That's the context that I'm giving you guys. So that's a heads up on who I'm not taking. <laughs> I'm going to take the Cowboys. They are at home. And on the road again, I'm going to take Dallas. Um, This is Kirk Cousins in another big spot. I don't trust it until I see it. I got to see it. For so sure. until I see it, I'm going to predict that Dallas wins.
1: Hey, man, absolutely. And because of how you set it up, that is the only reason why I'm taking Dallas. Kirk Cousins in primetime is like Andy Dalton in primetime. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not buying it at all, man. So give me Dallas in this one. Hopefully, it should be a good one, though, man. I'm really rooting for it to be a good one.
0: Yeah, same here, man. I, I'm, I hope so, man. I feel like this is one of those classic games. The Vikings are in it, Kirk Cousins throws a crucial interception. Yep. <laughs> I get that type of vibe. And then the final game of the week, it is the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Seahawks. I'm gonna take the road team in this one, man. I'm taking Seattle.
1: You know what, I am too, man. But this has the makings to be an absolute spectacular. I think on paper, it's the best game of the week. But give me yeah. Seattle for this one, man. I can't wait for this one. The first Monday night game in a long time, I'm really, really excited for it. So
0: give me yeah, Seattle. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that one, man. Uh, So, yeah, man, that's it, man. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank my guy Zay for coming on, man. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I was like, bro, I got to get you on, man. But uh, yeah, we had to do it, man. One time for the one time. Definitely going to have you back before the season ends. And we're going to dive into some more NBA next time I bring you on. But Zay, thanks a lot for coming on, man. I really, really appreciate you
1: hey man more than anything mike again thank you for having me brother i love being on uh curry and Part, and like i said man just keep delivering amazing content my you
0: thank you man that means a lot bro you likewise man you do the same bro i'm looking forward to this episode that you about to drop man but as always man i want to thank everybody for listening i want to thank everybody for the continued love and support man who 105 man 105 episodes down wow Uh, But this is um, this is your guy, Mike Curry. I'm signing out. Episode number 105 is done. Peace.